The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I know. Well, what what helped, too, is, is he finally got through seven, too. That's the third time all year he's gotten through yeah. seven. Like, if he had carried a no-hitter through five, we'd be still having the same conversation. But he, right. he went and through then, seven. Like, when the lights were brightest, he finally, like, did what we've been knocking him for. Mm-hmm. More importantly than that, Colorado. Jake. Right. It is against Colorado. And more importantly than that, uh, than anything else, uh, at Paul E. Aspen on the X, in case you guys want to follow, I don't know anything but a guy that walks three to four batters in every one of his cute five to six inning starts is not a Cy Young <laughs> Award winner. Now, Paul, as, as your boy – just know that I've got your back here, but late night doom scrolling Paul is the best version of Paul. I love this tweet and I hope I get to see more of these at seven fifty-five on the West coast, but close to 10 o'clock central time. Well, I was getting ready for bed, but I, but like Strider's going at the same time. And I literally, sent you guys a text. are we sure, are we sure Strider's out? And like, I literally just looked at the box score and then I look back and Harper had hit a three run bomb, but like, I just the difference for me seven innings let's take you can't in for the purpose of this conversation when I my thought process at the time I'm like wow this dude is through six like four three hits 10 strikeouts no walks no one runs it just it seems more dominant but again we're talking about a one game sample size he did then give up the home run which kind of killed the entire conversation but that was my thought process at the time I'm like, all right, yeah, Stella's racking up these strikeouts. He's still putting a guy on every other inning, if not multiple guys an inning. It's just Cy Young to me, and there's not a, you know, definition there, but dominance. And I I guess you could say it's is, is a 3-7-3 ERA dominant. No, but like, 
I don't know. What well, I think that's the problem. A, Nobody has been that this year. Like we thought it was Gallon, one. and then he yeah. fell off. Strider right. in the beginning of the year was dominant, and then he stopped. He started giving up a million homers. Steele has had those stretches, but he's fallen back to earth and looked more pedestrian Steel his last couple starts. Like, like so I think Not that's really. the thing that that's what helps Snell. He's just falling backwards into this award because nobody else is having that Verlander, Scherzer, like dominant season. They just aren't like great credit to him. Awesome. It would have been way funnier if the Padres lost the game and then we'd be like, okay, well they still lost. Like that would make it way yeah. funnier, but because they won on a walk-off and he still went seven, like it's just a very stupid year for this award, and that's just what we're gonna chalk it up to, and it'll be fine, and everything is fine, and I'm not mad. Don't put in the papers that I'm mad. I'm not mad. You're very and mad. dominant. My tweet is not mad. Right. <laughs> not mad. Uh, you know, in the anger version. Uh, dominance <laughs> is all about context, right? Because sometimes offenses are just going nuts, and then you're not gonna have that one pitcher who is, you know working on a 1.0 ERA, things like that. And so, especially in this season where hitting has been promoted a good bit more, you know, getting on base and, you know, running the bases, things like that. So, you know, you almost forgive it a little bit, but it's all about context and comparison. And Snell's definitely won this award real fast. So before we get to football, Aaron, is it okay for me to be, you know, old, cranky, old school, tiny baseball fan? Because I wanted him to try and get the no hitter all the way to the end. Instead, we don't see him in the eighth or ninth innings. Like it's at the end of the year. The Padres aren't competing for anything. I wanted to see if he could finish the job. Instead, it wasn't going to happen. And that just makes me uncomfortable when, okay, you're dealing with load management, the course of the season, playoffs, all that stuff for other no hit bids. None of those things were happening here. And we didn't get to see him try and finish it off. That really bothered me. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It, it really seemed very Padres, didn't it? Like, yes. I was a little confused by it, but I'm like, <laughs> you know, it is the Padres, so whatever. I guess that's he had thrown 104 pitches at that point, too. Like, he, he's going into a contract year. He probably doesn't want his elbow to explode in the ninth inning of a game that doesn't matter. <laughs> and I would bet. I, I would think the player would not say that. You right. still have the competitive juices. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I, I still believe players would not say that at 104. It's like, hey, if he starts to go, I went – I went even deeper. Let's just take it as far as we possibly can right here. And yeah, they're not making the playoffs. So I think that's a yeah. management decision. Yes. And one I, I am not a big, big fan of personally. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's move on now to football. And uh, Aaron, what's uh, the big headline on this Wednesday? The Broncos. I'm starting to wonder how bad and messy could things get in Denver? You know, they lose to the Raiders by one point. They lose to the Commanders by two point. Commanders could be mediocre, average, maybe slightly better than average. Who really knows at this point in the season? I don't think any of us think the Raiders are going to be any good. So this is bad. And there's reports that Russell Wilson has a short leash, that Sean Payton may want him to start using a wristband. Uh, and then they kind of tied it to how Pete Carroll has Geno Smith using a wristband. Very interesting ties. Like, got to bring up your ex-team there. So I just think that plus six and a half Broncos at Dolphins, the more and more that I look at that this week, I'm on the Dolphin side with this high-powered Miami offense. I know it's a lot of points, but I just think that things could get really bad for this Broncos team. And I know Sean Payton, from the reports I'm reading, seems very frustrated. Uh, he's trying to figure out what he can do to turn things around. And a lot of it has to do with Russell Wilson. No to make the playoffs this morning, minus 650. Uh, I, I don't wow. know if I would bet that, obviously, but maybe you could parlay it with something else. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out how can I fade the Broncos in how many ways? Because I don't think things are looking very good here, Joe. <sighs> the, the tough one here is expectation. What was your expectation for this team? And I think as we got closer and closer to the season, I shifted on that and I thought, well, I don't even think Sean Payton can fix all of the issues going on. And then Peyton said a few things I'm like, okay, my expectation was for them to split one of these two home games to start the season between Vegas and Washington. They did not meet those expectations, but they easily could have won both of those games. They should have won the one on Sunday, but they let uh, gave up an 18 point lead. They probably should have won the Vegas one to start the season. So I'm a little, I don't know. I, I wasn't expecting it to be that good once we got to the start of the season. And it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good this weekend in Miami. Uh, the Dolphins with their home opener. But Bears are Bears are right around the corner. 
a jet, Jets with Zach Wilson right around the corner. They could win a couple of games, and they can kind of weather this storm. Do you think Russ makes it? We'll play the entire season. The year? Yes. Yeah. What do you think? No, Ed? I don't. I, I don't think he's going to finish the year because I think in terms of who has the power, who has the clout, you don't pay that much to Sean Payton without him making tough decisions. This isn't just sort of a, a plug and play kind of head coach. I think you bring in someone like him so that he can be sort of the quote unquote fall guy. If there are Broncos fans who are upset that Russell Wilson isn't finishing the season, well, you can look at the guy who's getting paid more than most, if not all head coaches, mm -hmm. look at Sean Payton for that. I think that, look, not that this Broncos offense has been that bad through two weeks, but there's a certain expectation, Joe, like you're talking about, that it's supposed to be a lot better under Peyton because his ATS record is phenomenal. He always exceeds expectations, even when the quarterback is aging, whatever it is. And yeah, there's some injuries that you can fall back on, like at the tight end position, but it, this isn't good. And the, these rumblings lead me to believe that they're going to try and do something here. Uh, it's going to be rough, that's for sure. Uh, another NFL headline that we ought to get to here. Uh, remember on Sunday when uh, the Rams kicked a field goal and wound up covering the spread, even though that field goal in terms of the game was absolutely meaningless? Well, Rams head coach Sean McVay would like to explain it to us. Is there a reason you chose to kick a field goal at the end of the game? Yeah, what we were trying to do is we were trying to be able to get a completion to where we kicked a field goal beforehand. Uh, with the opportunity to be able we were trying to if we had hit that deep in breaking route it really would have worked out the way that we wanted to we were going to try to kick a field goal right once we got into you know field goal position to then be able to kick an onside and try to give ourselves a real opportunity to win the game by the time it got down to it didn't anticipate that you know uh, in cut that we hit puka running that long and just said all right just go ahead and kick the field goal felt like it was an opportunity to be able to you know, not leave Matthew susceptible to an unnecessary heave to the end zone and, and get an opportunity for our field goal operation. But the initial goal was to try to get a two for one to where you end up getting into field goal range a little bit earlier with some of the play selections that we had. Um, and then ultimately be able to try to, you know, have an onside kick to, to then be able to go try to compete to tie or win the game. But Apparently, artists told me there's a lot of people in Vegas pissed off about that decision. I, did, I, did, I clearly was not aware of that stuff. Oh, clearly. Okay. Liar! Uh, clearly, Liar! <laughs> Some of the reaction that I saw was nothing to see here. Couldn't disagree more. Could mm -hmm. We might need to expand on this one a little bit.